0: All right, you ready to do this? Yeah. Okay, I got an intro. Okay, sweet. Spoiler alert! This show
1: show explores television content that's been available for consumption for quite some time. If a spoiler or two slips into the conversation, well, you were warned. Here is this week's show show with Sweets and Slaney.
0: Why did they specifically get drug tested? Just because it's an industry that's known for a drug culture?
1: You know what? I'm not really sure. I think it's just because it maintains a little bit more of a higher standard. Mm. Like, okay, well, we'll hire you, but we expect you to live this sort of lifestyle.
0: Right. I'm not really sure. But then there's also the the productivity facet to it. This is, I mean, it's, it's in that... The Wolf of Wall Street. It's in right? that McConaughey scene. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're going to exactly. need this. You're going to need to masturbate three times a day. Right. And you're going to need to... Yeah. Yeah. McConaughey life. That was like right in the center of his... No, you know what? We, I don't have time to talk about McConaughey right now. i <laughs> just to like, go down a deeper No, little. we have to skip the pleasantries because... <laughs> I, I, like like six minutes ago, I turned off Black Mirror. Okay. This is our Halloween episode. Boo. <laughs> spooky. It wasn't spooky at all, the, no, it's, the, this episode I watched. This,
1: this episode wasn't. But you know what's funny about the new season? Is there is definitely one that's like, oh my God, this is a horror episode oh, of Black really? Mirror. Like it's like... Like a psychological thriller slash, it's kind of scary.
0: That's the real risk with the show that has this this formula of new characters, new setting, new universe entirely with each episode. Yeah, you really have to count on your viewers to be patient mm-hmm. because there's no room for growth. It's just like you're watching a series of short films, right? Um, and not even really that short, but they they deliver a, a full arc in the sixty minute episodes and. Okay. If they're going to be of different styles, like, mm-hmm. say, genre or uh, satirical comedy or sci-fi, I mean, they're all pretty sci-fi. Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah. Um, then you're running the risk of, of your diehard fans on episode one not understanding you at all by right. episode three.
1: Yeah. And I'll tell you about episode one in the first season, too, after we talk about this episode a little bit.
0: Well, what, um, what, what exactly is the history of this show? Because it seems to me it started five years ago. It started five years ago, so it was one of those, the
1: BBC releases three episodes of one show, and that's a season. Yep. They did that twice, and they did one Christmas special with John Hamm. That White was like, Christmas. Yeah, which is, like, mind-blowing. Like Why? It just does such weird things with um, time and space, and, like, they have a bit of, they have, like, a mechanism to, like, make time way longer for one person as kind of a means of punishment. And you don't necessarily know that the person's being punished. Uh, It's so insane. Is one
0: guy writing all these?
1: Uh, No, not necessarily. They're they're by different people. Charlie Booker um, created it. Okay. And his whole philosophy was like, you know, the black mirror is kind of like your screen of the laptop or the TV or the phone. When it's powered off. Exactly. Yes. And, you know. It's kind of like a a dark take on where where technology can bring you.
0: And there does seem to be an ongoing theme of of technology, the 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 underconsidered consequences of new mm-hmm. technology. Absolutely. So that's kind of the that is uh, exactly what it is. So so what then is the connection to a black mirror? I mean, there's my TV. Yeah. It's kind of a black mirror right now. We can see our reflection in it, but it's turned off, so we're not running the risk of being influenced by it right now. Right. So what? I, what's the metaphor?
1: I, I don't really know that that the turned off and turned on thing is supposed to be as much of a metaphor.
0: Maybe when I read about it, they they indicated that turned off was oh, was an important part to it, oh, but they didn't elaborate.
1: So maybe it means like that's when you can you can only
0: see your true self when it's turned off. There you go. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not too bad. No, that's pretty good. So okay, I, I, we we talked about discussing the show because there's new episodes now on Netflix. It's kind of been adopted by Netflix. Yeah,
1: I think it just came out last week.
0: And suddenly, it's got a lot of buzz around it. It went from being this thing that you were the only person in my life who had heard of it Mm -hmm. to being this thing that's kind of talked about now. Yeah. And sometimes it takes a little while and some girth for a show like this Mm -hmm. to... To pick up steam so that makes sense
1: which is awesome i love that like everyone in our office right now is talking about the show that always leaves you with the bleakest feeling like yeah. there's never really a whole lot and and like i'm gonna be honest with you the episode that you saw was probably one of the kind of lighter ones
0: yeah no i believe it it yeah. was a comedy yeah a i mean bit. It, it was it was a sci-fi uh dystopic comedy mm, yep Okay, to, to give a little rundown, Slaney suggested that I not go back and watch the original first episode of Black Mirror. Uh, I watched the first episode of this new season. I guess it doesn't really matter if they're all disjointed. Mm-hmm. So uh, they live in a, a world that at first is very reminiscent of that movie, Her, the Spike Jones movie, yeah, um, because they're all even more connected to their smartphones and tablets than we are now, such that it's just a part of life. But there's this added element of numeric ranking among each of the citizens in their civilization yep. um, and i didn't click on that right away it wasn't until about halfway through that they started to really highlight the importance of your personal number right um i guess the best thing to compare it to in in our uh, anachronism is uber like yeah. you leave an uber exchange or like yelp or Yelp, you give them uh, a star rating and they give you one as well. Right, and Everybody sure. has Uber this, actually has that exchange. Yeah, they, they have to give you one as a customer. Right. Um, and your future interactions with this um, organization are contingent on your reputation mm-hmm. that has been logged. And so this is that, but on a grander scale And that everybody wears these contact lenses. And as soon as I see Matt Slaney, The name Matthew Slaney, whatever, appears next to your face, and it says 4.7 or whatever. Right. Which I guess would be a pretty good rating. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, of course. (laughs) I care about you. (laughs) Um, And the higher you go, the more, I guess, social status you have. Yep. The lower you, you are, the more of an urchin you are. Totally. And there are very few people in Bryce Dallas Howard's world who seem to have a rational understanding of that, and everyone else is a slave to it. Right. And... And so is she, right totally. up until the end. Yeah, And it was very fucking disturbing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm still kind of... I'm going to be probably thinking about that one for a while.
1: You're a bit shook by it. Yeah. Okay, so I kind of liked how it ended. It had, I love that. It had an ending that was, as I said, a little bit less bleak than most other episodes. It was
0: hopeful. because yeah. Because although she was, uh, in the end rejected by society because she discovered the truth and she was spat out and she was imprisoned she found a friend in there who uh, the two of them could have the first authentic exchange they've ever had
1: they just let loose and they were super happy being like you're a fucking shithead because (laughs) you
0: can't insult people in their world because they'll give you a poor rating yeah it's uh, so insane for them which is i mean it's yeah it's it's Bucked. I knew, I knew the bride was going to fire her as as maid of honor. Right. I knew that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. It didn't occur to me that it was going to happen because her social rank was dropping. Right. And she, you know, I, I can't have a 1.7 yeah. as my maid of honor. It would look bad. Yep. And then there's one point where she crashes the wedding. I'm sorry for like recapping and being all over. No, the place. this is great. Um, she crashes the wedding, and the bride tells her new husband to remove her. Yep. And he. He won't do it at first because it will look bad on him. will hurt the rating. Everybody makes every decision based on how they're going to come out yep. because their rating is going to help them get apartments or get jobs right. or get a better suitor down the road. Right. It's it's very fucked up, but what's most disturbing about it is that it is directly a commentary mm-hmm. on this validation culture we have.
1: Yeah,
0: It's just an expanded on version of it. It's
1: it's exactly like if you lived your life according to the way people saw you on Facebook. Like you just need to maintain that selfie image all well, the time,
0: man. And I often think about how lucky you and I are. To it's as if somebody started like firing bullets, and mm-hmm. everybody in our age group, yeah, just missed getting shot. Like <laughs> we like we we have this advantage of social media, and maybe this is ignorant because I mean obviously we we fall victim to some of its, uh, some of its um, negative aspects as well. But we seem to have a little more perspective because we remember a world before it. Yeah. Um, and I remember when Facebook first happened, I was like 15. And for the first couple of years, it was really just all about the numbers. Mm-hmm. How many Facebook friends can you have? If right. you can hit a thousand, that's a big moment. Right. But I mean, how many of those people are actually your friends? But it was all just a numbers game. And I heard, uh, a this American life a while back about, um, I think it was about junior high culture. Okay. I think it explored a few different angles of, of the social, um, zoology of junior high school. Right? <clears throat> and one of the aspects was how social media plays a huge role in their hierarchy. Um, everybody who's in junior high and high school right now has never lived in like a social climate where social media didn't mean something and there's this whole system where if you're my best friend and i post a selfie and you don't like my selfie i'm fucking mad at you right and i know that you didn't like my selfie on fucking purpose yeah (laughs) to play a mind game and the problem with that is that your instagram page your not so much facebook page because i don't think kids today (laughs) that's a funny expression (laughs) kids today i don't think they use facebook but Instagram and Snapchat, big time. Right. They represent very real, very um, tangible numeric rankings of your social stature mm-hmm. in your school.
1: So so you don't think kids are using Facebook at all anymore?
0: No, I think it's kind of it's I mean It's the lame thing. We're the youngest people on Facebook. Right. You know? Interesting. It's it's for like moms and yeah. stuff.
1: Yeah, the mean age is, I think, like 44 or something now.
0: Wouldn't surprise me. There's grandmas on Facebook. Yeah. I'm so lucky my parents aren't on Facebook. No. Maybe it's not that bad having your parents on Facebook. Eh, but it's I not just... that bad. I was kind of surprised that both my parents
1: ended up getting on there. And...
0: Yeah, I think at this point. My, my dad is kind of I- intrigued by social media. He has Instagram. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, And he'll follow like a couple things on Twitter. Like my parents, they actually both have Instagram and they Mm -hmm. follow like six things and they check it every day. Right. (laughs) So it's like, it's so, but not taking advantage of what it is. Right. That kind of speaks to their lack of, um, understanding or, or, or a need to be attached to it Mm -hmm. or, or their, their understanding of the, the artificial component to it. Right. Um, but I think they've realized they're, they're too late to join Facebook at this point. Oh yeah.
1: And they just said, whatever.
0: Yeah, but do you find that the most annoying people on Facebook are the forty-five-year-olds posting memes, like posting statuses every other day? Uh, I've got a couple people who I know in the real world are nice people, but I just can't stand them. On oh, Facebook. I can't stand them on Facebook.
1: I don't know. I don't know that I go on Facebook enough to notice anymore. It's, well, there you go. Yeah. So you're right. Maybe it is kind of. I I find myself going on Twitter a whole lot more to just kind of be like, okay, what's actual news and like what are people's views on things in 140 characters.
0: It's funny that of all the social networks, Twitter probably has the most integrity. I mean, it's right. it's the most outward, right? It's where yeah. you go to find out other things about other people and other organizations and other parts of the world. Yeah. It's really not about what you tweet at all. No. It's the connections you can make, but also what you can learn. Totally. Every other social media platform is about you. Right. It's inward. Mm-hmm. And Twitter is dying. Like yeah. like Twitter's well, suffering.
1: I don't know that it actually it, like I heard a, a podcast on that too and I think Twitter's actually pretty strong um, it's just not uh, what was the point that they made I kind of forget but like it's they're they're still creating a ton of revenue I just don't think that a bunch more users are joining. Well, that's a problem too yeah that is a problem yeah I forget what the actual issue was but I think Twitter's gonna be around for a long time
0: I hope it is. Yeah. Because I think, like I said, I think it has more integrity than the others. Yeah. I think Facebook is going to last for a very, very long time, but it's going to, and it's it's proven an ability to evolve into what it needs right. to be.
1: It's gone through some changes.
0: I don't know about Instagram. I don't know about Snapchat. Yep. I mean, I have Instagram. I don't use Snapchat at all. No? But Do you ever
1: get my Snapchats? I send you some sometimes. I've
0: occasionally seen them, and I'm always very charmed. <laughs> okay, good. But no, it's it's not like an important part of my life. Right. I don't even really understand it. Like, sometimes I go on there, and I'm like, where did everything go? Right. And I have to take a minute to relearn it. <laughs> you have a panic attack for a second.
1: Yeah. Oh, no, wait, that's supposed to happen.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's a filter for that. Right. The fucking dog. So. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's becoming a pot. That's really funny that that ended up being what got Snapchat really, really on the, the map. filters,
0: right? The filters. It's so silly because yeah. like, it's it's not the technology is so not special. Well, the facial recognition is kind of kind of surprising. I
1: guess that they like they can't. That's really what saved them. Whatever they bought, whoever invented that stuff, they just bought from them and yeah. were able to put all these filters. There's probably going to be a black mirror episode that involves like a bunch of Snapchat going on. They actually, they, or sorry, a Snapchat-like um, They could do app. a whole
0: episode that takes place in a Snapchat story. Yeah, it's true. It'd be scary. would be pretty abstract. Yeah.
1: Um, did you notice who the teleplay was by for- uh, For Black Mirror? For Black Mirror? Like who
0: wrote the episode? Yeah. No. Rashida Jones. No way. Yeah. I have so much respect for her. Yeah. She wrote that episode? Yeah. I think so. it said teleplay by- that that means she compiled it i mean maybe maybe she maybe she collaborated with somebody but she typed the keys and i'm
1: assuming there's not that
0: many rashida joneses in the (laughs) entertainment industry and i would believe that she would make that she's done other weird stuff like she made a documentary about amateur porn oh really which i watched which was very disturbing oh i bet um oh i
1: actually i i someone else told me about that too
0: i think it was called hot girls wanted it was on netflix for a time wow and i watched it and it was very upsetting yeah yeah. yeah. I could see that. But, I mean, for for a, a comedic person, she's put herself in some interesting circles. She also wrote Toy, Toy Story 4. Really? Yes.
1: Like, she was, like, one of the writers.
0: One of two. Whoa. Her, her and her writing partner wrote Toy Story 4. What? Yeah.
1: Isn't it usually just everyone from Pixar that I mean, writes? There's, I, like, a whole team of
0: Again, people. there might be a committee. Right. I mean, there's a, yeah, there's a, there's a creative team at Pixar, which... Does the visuals. I'm sure she had no part in that at all. But I could take, uh, like a long weekend and write a feature film called Toy Story 4. Yeah.
1: But most of the, like most of the Pixar movies, it's so interesting. Um, I forget what they're, what I the, like, I can't think of any names, but there's basically four names that like cross over most Pixar movies. Interesting. Yeah. Like after reading that book I was telling you about, Creativity Inc., yeah. I yeah. lent it to you for a while.
0: I borrowed it and I didn't get around to it. Yeah.
1: But, uh, but it's always, like, they have—they do have a committee, and one person basically, like, writes the script. So I find it funny that it was actually outside of that circle of people.
0: It might be one of those Harry Potter and the Cursed Child things where right. she was given a story, and she was told to write the dialogue for it. H- here's A, B, and C, get between them wow. for us. But, I mean, like, Joss Whedon wrote Toy Story 1. Like, there, there right. are definitely other people who write these films. Who are in on it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm. I, I need to Wikipedia more about that.
0: Yeah, and, and Toy Story is one of the great perfect trilogies. It's kind of a shame they're mm-hmm. making that movie, but yeah, I've thought in the past. Gee, they shouldn't be making Toy making Story three. One, yeah, and it was beautiful. Right.
1: When's that supposed to be out?
0: Uh, I read today actually. Uh, 2019 or something. It's oh, like okay. re- way off. Sure. I yeah. think. I think Incredibles two is coming out in 2018. Oh, crazy! That could be interesting.
1: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I got to watch the first one again. I
0: really liked it though, but um, okay. So Rashida
1: Jones wrote that teleplay. Wow. Um, again, it wasn't the most bleak episode. It's funny because this was the first Americanized uh, to air shows, and oh, so previously they were all kind of British, very British. Gotcha. Everyone in it completely British. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's weird seeing a seat. C- well, it's not really that weird. It it still fits in. It still feels well like perfectly. Black Mirror. It still feels like Black Mirror. Cool. For sure. Um. But the funny thing is that there are people that are very distinctly British that are get, just Americanizing themselves, like, getting an American accent for it. Really? Like, I think the brother, I'm almost positive oh, that he's
0: British. Yeah. No, I noticed I noticed something weird about his... He had his... a bit of
1: a weird way of speaking. Like, yep. he, you know, he, he was kind of
0: over-enunciated. Like, still pulled it off, I think. For that matter, is Alice Eve British, or am I just thinking of Margot Robbie, who's Australian? I think that girl is
1: australian as well oh she's in something she's definitely british though or definitely sorry she's <laughs> she, might she might be australian she's but definitely but british she's though. definitely british no she's definitely got an accent <laughs> okay yeah so she also changed it
0: for she's definitely part. gonna be like overshadowed by margot robbie in culture yes. <laughs> in the world like yeah. i think she's even been around a little bit longer right um
1: and i think i thought australian first just because of margot robbie Hmm. um So, yeah, you see some of these people, and actually a guy at work was saying while he was watching it, his girlfriend was like, isn't that the girl in Coronation Street? Oh, wow. Yeah, so, actually, sorry, the guy, that was the brother.
0: They didn't have to change their voices?
1: I don't think so. Well, I think they might just have wanted to cast him as a brother.
0: Oh, the brother thing. Yeah, Yeah. that has to. Although the the other side is if we give them these straight American voices and everybody talks... I mean, for the first half of the episode, nobody even really emotes in their right. in their expression. It might stand out as a little strange if there's suddenly this very um darling accent. Right. Like if, if as much uniformity as possible is ideal in a show that's got this kind of theme where all the houses and the cars all look the same and everything is clean. Right. Like a, a straight American box to everything kind of works for that. That episode anyway. Right. It being the only one I've seen.
1: Right. So, and and it's funny you say that because the second episode uh, involves someone who ends up going traveling. He's, a, he's American, but he ends up in London. Okay. And so he has this like uh, British kind of girlfriend or like girl that he hooks up with. And like everyone else in the episode is British too. Okay. And then the third episode is completely British. Mm-hmm. And then the fourth episode is i think a combo again like it and then the the episode i watched last night which was the sixth one um and they have another six coming at some point i don't know when they they originally ordered a, an extra 12 episodes i oh. wanted to split it into two nice um so the sixth episode was also really cool but entirely british it had the girl from boardwalk empire that's another difference is like there's some pretty well-known actors or maybe it's just American ones and they were well known in the British series too. But I just. Didn't
0: well, know. think about if you're Bryce, Bryce Dallas Howard. She's in between movies, she's yeah, got a spare month. Definitely. Do you want to shoot out this one hour thing? Right. By the way, here's the script. She reads it and she goes, Holy shit, this is amazing. Right. I want to do this. And yeah. it's a very small commitment. Same with John Hamm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they can squeeze in these these pretty big people as long as the script is good. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, usually these artists just want to be a part of something that's special. Totally. If these episodes are all written by different people, and it sounds to me like they are, like let's take Rashida Jones, mm-hmm. why wasn't she compelled to stretch that another 30 minutes and try and win an Oscar?
1: I don't know. Maybe she's going for the Emmy. That's kind of the charm of Black Mirror is, is that they're mini movies.
0: Yeah, and I I think that's great. It's just, and and we don't live in the Twilight Zone world anymore. No. So maybe people were asking the same thing back then. Right. Because those were not episodic, right? Those were individual stories. Exactly. Much Uh, like this. This is
1: the Twilight Zone with just technology.
0: (laughs) Yeah, although they're not all horror, right? No.
1: And and to a large part, I don't think the Twilight Zone was all horror. It was more kind of like Hmm. psychological. Like, wow, this really makes me think.
0: Oh, that's interesting because I've just always associated it with the Tower of Terror.
1: No, yeah, no. I think there's a there was a whole lot more to it. Like it was like you know, like Anna was telling me the other day at work uh, that there was one episode where everyone in this episode is dealing with this huge heat wave. Like they couldn't do oh. anything because it's a heat wave. And then the guy wakes up at the end and he's actually freezing cold. Uh. And and the the, the, it was actually the opposite problem Like he was living in the So it was more just kind of like Whoa, that makes you think This yeah. is really
0: crazy But it it No, it wasn't necessarily like Serial killers in every episode or. Part of me just kind of thinks that And this is a little high-minded And pretentious But I just kind of think that People have a responsibility To watch stuff That challenges them In that way Like I also think that Certain stuff are, is, is guilty pleasures And certain mm-hmm. stuff is comforting Yeah And you watch it Because you want to escape And Turn yourself off This is why we have Marvel movies Or, right. or why I re-watch Back to the Future Over mm-hmm. and over and over again But I also uh, I, I want to watch More Black Mirror Not because I Not because the first thing I said to you When you walked in my apartment Tonight was That was so good Because the right. first thing I said to you was What the fuck Did I just watch Yeah Because it's It's good to be Blown away by stuff
1: It's Interesting You're not bored Because you're you're constantly thinking about like what uh what's and sometimes it's a little bit more of a mystery you're trying to figure out and I guess even in that first episode you were trying to figure out you know what is what are they seeing what are they doing with this
0: well that in like what is what is the problem with the world they're living in yes it seems a little soulless right but why is it going to be an issue yeah right uh is is that what dystopic science fiction is in general is 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 its very nature supposed to be to warn us about what's coming. Yeah, I think so. Like I I think in a George Orwell kind of way.
1: Yeah. You know, even like brave new world, everyone was taking this drug that was supposed to like calm them down. And, and, you know, it seemed like it was supposed to be good, but really it ends up being like the downfall, which is like the same thing with a lot of,
0: is that what brave new world's about?
1: Yeah. Am I thinking of the right movie or the right, uh, Right book, I think so. Aldous Huxley. Everyone's on soma. Okay.
0: And they like. And what ends up being the the consequence of this drug? Are you thinking of Limitless?
1: No, no. Everyone's (laughs) everyone's just kind of like dead to like. Okay. The actual
0: feelings. They're they're, they've been they've been floor ridden. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Kind of just drugged up and like like autonomous. Like they don't have any real emotions. So there's people that you know kind of rebel against that and they don't there's no sex you just go to feelies which is like a movie where
0: this is brave new world yeah oh wow yeah i've never really been like drawn to that book because i knew that it was kind of fucked but
1: yeah it's definitely like some some weird science sounds like a black mirror episode yeah exactly well i this is definitely the type of feeling they were going for gross i read
0: (laughs) 1984 yeah and I didn't, I didn't hate it, I guess, but I remember I was like 17 and I was right. like, Oh, this is sad. Yeah. And I don't think really I had enough perspective to go, Oh, th- these are the risks it's talking about. And right. they are pervasive. Like yeah. they, they blast. Yeah,
1: exactly. So the episode that I told you to watch, I just found this one to be a little bit more representative of what Black Mirror was. And a little bit more current because it's the new season.
0: The one I watched is Representative. Yes. Okay.
1: The first episode is about the Prime Minister of the UK. Okay. Or the Prime Minister of Great Britain. Britain, yeah. And at the beginning of the episode, he receives like, it's basically like a threat saying, I forget exactly what the threat is, but it's basically, you need to fuck a pig (laughs) or else people are going to like die naturally. And so the whole episode is like a slow burn of like what is going to happen like this is actually becoming a serious issue that like this episode is actually about is he going to fuck a pig or not?
0: So the question becomes how committed are you to right. this job, this and he this has devotion.
1: To, right. And and there's like a big like uh like internet sharing component to it and he has to when he fucks the pig has mm-hmm. to broadcast it like on on youtube i think or on like the the national network and so the whole episode you're like oh my god oh my god is he gonna he ends up fucking the pig good <laughs> like in the last five minutes of the episode
0: i fucks... guess i guess you would have felt robbed if you watched a whole episode about a guy who might fuck a pig yeah and then he doesn't he fucks the pig That's great. (laughs) Is it though? No, it's not good for the pig who had to do that scene. I'm not asking
1: about the pig. I'm just saying (laughs) in general, is that good? But it it really, it was one of those things where (laughs) me and my roommate at the time were like, oh my God. Like we just looked over at each other, like at the end of the episode. And like, you know, his like marriage falls apart. His wife never actually talks to him in person afterwards. But he like- proves
0: his devotion to his country and his post. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Which I don't think was the point of the episode.
0: It yeah, was no. More- <laughs> I'm sure there were a lot of Graham Norton jokes at his expense. <laughs> yeah. He didn't right. really have their respect.
1: Yes. So... Ah, there was no winning. Right. So, exactly. He was put in a no-win situation. If he mm-hmm. didn't do that, he was considered, like, someone who didn't care about the people. And right. if he did do it, it was, like, kind of like, wow, you had your hand forced by this fucked-up guy who ends up killing himself at the end of the episode. Anyway. Was he
0: just like a terrorist? How did he enforce
1: this? Uh he was like he was like a I forget like he had a great way of enforcing it. I okay. forget what it was. Alright, I believe you. But uh he was like a, a weird like liberal artist that ended up killing himself at the end. Like he was okay a pretty messed up
0: guy. Did I ever tell you the joke about Jones the bartender? No. Okay, so uh, when I first moved to Kentville Um, it was a Saturday when you would go back to Halifax and most other people would like go off to be with their families. And I was kind of alone on Saturdays. Right. And so I go for a walk and I come to the base of this hill and there's a fence leading all the way up to the hill, Mm -hmm. the top of the hill, there's this bar. And so I follow the fence all the way up to the top of the hill. I go inside the bar and I sit down at the bar and the bartender comes over and he says, uh, you're new here. I said, yeah. He says, did you happen to see that fence on your walk up? And I said, yeah, it's a nice fence. He says, I built that fence by myself. I said, wow, great job, you did a nice job. It's a really nice fence. He says, but do they call me Jones the fence maker? No. So I order a Guinness and he walks away and I'm sipping my Guinness and he comes back a little while later. And uh, he says, how do you like that bar by the way? And he knocks on the bar, pretty nice, right? I said, yeah, it's beautiful. I can see my reflection, it's a beautiful bar. He says, I made this bar with my hands. I said, wow, you're such an artist. This is a beautiful bar. Great job. He says, but do they call me Jones the bar maker? No. And so he shakes his head and he walks off and I go halfway through my Guinness and he comes back over a few minutes later and he says, how are you liking that Guinness? I said, this is the best Guinness I've ever had in my life. It is perfect. He says, I brewed that Guinness in my house by myself. And I said, oh, my God, you're so good at making fences and bars and Guinness. This is the best Guinness. Way to go. He says, do they call me Jones the Guinness maker? No. But you fuck one goat.
1: (laughs) All of a sudden, you're Jones the goat fucker. That's right. (laughs) <laughs> i knew where that joke was going all no, along and you i just thought had to hear me say it well when you said the jones the bartender joke i just it seemed so exact that yeah. i was like no i don't think i have heard that and, right. and i think everyone's you started heard that joke. it yeah you just tailored it so well for you know it was one of those weekends in kenville and they wow good job we had to live inside that joke you sold it yeah
0: Right, for any, if either of our listeners have never heard it, they're (laughs) richer for the experience. There you go, I hope so. Maybe they'll expand it into an episode of Black Mirror. Yeah,
1: (laughs) well, that's basically what it was. I don't, I don't. All
0: of a sudden, he was the pig fucker. Yeah, exactly. And then he was elected the Prime Minister of Great Britain. Yes. It's an origin story. (laughs) It was afterwards. (laughs) That was the prequel
1: to him getting it.
0: You did the goat, (laughs) now do the pig.
1: (laughs) That would be kind of a nice story if that was the silver lining, but.
0: It seems to me more and more we're covering shows on this podcast that we just cannot, we can't sum up in 20 minutes.
1: You know what I think it was? I think it was his daughter was held for ransom. Oh.
0: So like, yeah. That's another added element. It was like,
1: I got to do it.
0: But then that kind of takes away from it because then he didn't do it for his country he and the job that he said he was going to be dedicated to.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I don't think they go into that as much as the fact why that he's Why did I just go there? Why did I it? make it all about I
0: don't know why you're so patriotic today. Well, because they made the episode about the prime minister. Like right. if, if it wasn't about him and his his uh devotion to his post, as I said, then right. they could have picked anybody.
1: Well, no, because it wouldn't have been a it wouldn't have been broadcast nationally.
0: Okay, it could have been a movie star. It sure. could have been
1: Right, it could have been. You're right.
0: Or you know what? I disagree. Anybody who's in a situation, (laughs) even if it's just Joe Blow, his his daughter might get killed if he doesn't fuck a pig. That's going to be on the news. (laughs) I guess so, but
1: but it's just not as newsworthy. (laughs) It's definitely (laughs) prime minister. (laughs) It's not. I took a couple journalism classes, and what
0: they taught me was it's not cover of the Rolling Stone newsworthy. No. I got gotcha. you.
1: You know that pig was on the cover of the Rolling Stone. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, okay. So that was yes, the the pilot episode. So so it gives you. It wasn't really that sci-fi-ish though. It just had the element of the whole like it was going to be broadcast online everywhere and like every I think every channel might have been like hijacked to show this thing. Um, and everyone was at home watching <laughs> to see if it was actually going to happen because they had been notified. I that, like, guess you would. It was going all through social media, and everyone knew okay. that this was the time that it was going to happen. And like, It just like shows everyone watching. They're all just like so upset. <laughs> <laughs> like like there was Do no... they
0: televise the, the actual porking? Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> porking, that's a good turn of phrase for it. Yeah, of course. Well, I guess they had to. He... Otherwise, people wouldn't believe it. There, yeah. would be, there would be conspiracy theorists mm-hmm. who would say, he didn't actually fuck that pig. Right. He
1: wanted his baby back. <laughs> that was better. Yeah.
0: That was way better. Thanks, man. Okay. That's oh, my God. To-
1: okay. For the brief intermission between this and the next show, sure, unless sure. we're going to talk more about Black Mirror. Not sure if we are. I'm sure it'll come up again. Okay. Um, speaking of like a good line, I fucking might have made Mike Myers laugh today. You met Mike Myers? I didn't meet Mike Myers. Anna, at work again, one of our co-workers, went to the Costco book signing that he was doing today. Right, it was at 6 o'clock, though, right this there. evening, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Anna left at, like, 3 o'clock or 3.30 yeah. and texted me when she got there saying, I'm actually in line for, like, Mike Myers right now. And I was like, oh, my God, can you grab me a copy of the book and get it signed for me? And yeah. I was like, no, you know what? Like, don't, don't worry about that. I actually forget it, like, I don't want you to have to worry about getting sure. two signatures and maybe the- she was like, no, no, like, do you really want it? She called me and I was like, I would love that if That'd you could so actually, great. and she texted me and said, what's a good line I can say to him? And so I was thinking for so long and like, I ca- came That's up a big with a-, moment. a couple different things that like, weren't necessarily funny, but just more kind of like interesting, you know, like my Ben Affleck thing about like, Hey, did you see the Red Sox game or, yep. or like how the Red yep. Sox do last night? Yep. Kind of along those lines where it was more like, hey, Shep Gordon's uh, book came out last month. Are you going to try to compete with him this month? <laughs> or, like Stuff like that. That's good. Stuff like kind of outside the realm of what people, you know, rather than just getting the front of the line and saying like, swing or we're not worthy.
0: Right, of course. So is Anna going to go up and say, can you sign this for Matt by the way he says... No, I think she might have just, like, said it herself. Okay. But she
1: was like, what's a good line I can say? Which I was happy to do because she did all the work in standing in line. Yeah. um, And so I was, like, going... I, and I really wanted her to just say, like, yes, that's the one. Like, And eventually, we had been going back and forth for about an hour. Just I texting. know the
0: story is going towards you got the perfect line.
1: And, well, I don't know if it's the perfect line. You can be the judge. I haven't told anyone else. You're the first person that I told besides Anna. Okay. But she responded, like, ding, 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 ding. That's what I'm going to use. So... Uh, I told Anna to just ask him if he was a Costco member and if he had to show his card <laughs> <laughs> when he first got in. So, and she said, oh my God, that's gold. It is like, gold. That's what sort I'm of using. And I said, gold member? Yeah. You should ask if he's a Costco gold member. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> and and so she did, and I actually Photoshopped a little uh, Austin Powers poster with Costco wholesalers gold member, like the gold member logo underneath, and him and Beyonce on the front. That's cover. perfect. No, so, that's
0: good. Are you a Costco gold member? Yeah.
1: So, so I think she said it, and afterwards, like I was at the gym, and then I texted her, and I was like, "So, like, what happened? Did you say it?" She was like, "Yeah, I'm all well, well done," and she said, "The line killed."
0: Whoa. And I was like, "No! Oh no! Seriously? What if this An- is the best? What if Anna gets hired as a writer at Saturday Night Live <laughs> on your merit?" <laughs> That's what I said. I was like, "Did he write Lauren Michaels' number in my book? <laughs>
1: Please tell me he did." Uh, Uh, so so i'm just like i don't know what he actually i'm sure he just said like all the best or whatever but i just want to hear the story recounted even if he just kind of like smiled and nodded like oh that's awesome that is a great line
0: i think you couldn't have come up with anything better Uh, good story thank you good story yeah
1: so i was really pumped about that
0: i don't know who wrote um uh, gold member austin powers gold member but i do know whoever it was just got hired to write shrek five
1: was it jay roach Maybe. I know he I know he did the directing and stuff and then Mike Myers and probably a couple other people. Did
0: probably. That, right. Whoever whoever punched the keys, a la Rashida Jones on Goldmember right. is is doing the same for Shrek Five.
1: I was wondering if there was gonna be another Shrek movie. I was thinking about that afterwards. It
0: was discussed a little while back. I think DreamWorks animation was acquired by somebody even bigger than them. Right. And so somebody who likes to print money.
1: <laughs> yeah, sure.
0: The problem is, like, I don't know if if um, if there's still an audience for Shrek, like it's not the same. Yeah. At, like, I mean, I think the first Shrek was a, a brilliant film, but all the
1: same people are still in it.
0: Yeah. No, I, th- I mean, I think they'll definitely get even Eddie. Who's like tough to get. Yeah. I think that the amount that they paid him for those other movies, he yep. just can't say no. Well, it's an like, easy
1: voiceover job. And like,
0: m- and maybe this will be the like return to form. Maybe,
1: you know, maybe it'll be like, a
0: Shrek five. was amazing well and i think that's what they're hoping for for pirates of the caribbean as well nobody believes me because nobody else saw it but pirates of the caribbean 4 was the second best pirates movie really absolutely interesting um i i know that i heard chris rock say once m- might have been to howard that the whole reason he agreed to do madagascar was because he saw eddie money on shrek right eddie money he saw he, he's like <laughs> <laughs> i want money. i want to get that eddie money right um and i think he probably did all right himself yeah because those were big two
1: right um can I also just add in that I'm actually excited to read the book too like I'm happy I have that it's a book about Canada, but it's like part like comedy memoir part like yeah. history of Canada I think
0: I know I they're playing a commercial for it on the radio where they refer to it as Canada by Mike Myers yeah and it kind of irks me because I'm pretty sure the book is called Mike Myers Canada
1: yes, that is what it looked like it was Mike Myers at the top of the book in Canada and it was him standing in between two uh uh two rcmp officers in the, in their red uh, red search nice and uh he he has a beer in his hand
0: oh good yeah no that's i'm i'm curious to hear about that yeah do you want to move on to the other show we can do that
1: i think i think black mirror i would i would recommend it would you recommend i it? would
0: 100 percent recommend it just don't don't watch it if you're in a fragile state No. Um, Maybe watch it with somebody, somebody who you like to talk about stuff with. I will tell you this. It is not, A, the most comfortable show to
1: eat breakfast to.
0: Sure. (laughs) I can see that. I wouldn't want to start my day with it.
1: No. And, two... You probably don't want to watch... Like, watching three episodes in a row can no. get you in a weird... Not like, just kind of like, all right, I need to go outside and go for a walk or something. Like, I just need to...
0: I just need to look into people's eyes and make sure they're there. Yeah, and just go hug someone. <laughs> no, I can say, see that. Say, turn,
1: let's turn our phones off for an hour.
0: Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah, no, uh, 100% recommendation. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I can say the same thing about Walking Dead.
1: <laughs> you must have been... Colin Arsenault, who is probably colin sweet sorry that's okay uh who is probably the most irkish easily irked squeamish squeamish sure person that i've met maybe um startled by violence on television or otherwise i'm, I'm troubled by by troubled. violence yeah. Troubled's a, a great way in,
0: unless it. it's done in like a, a way that is is not supposed to be troubling like if i go to jack reacher i'm probably gonna be okay sure yeah yeah
1: um but the more kind of like graphic leanings really bug you. Yeah. Now there's... there's So what did you think about the first episode? You watched the pilot episode of The Walking Dead. Rick Grimes waking up in a hospital, figuring okay. out that there are just dead people walking around.
0: Correct. And maybe I just turned my head too many times to be able to connect all the dots. But that's not the way it's... The first frame starts. I mean, he he kind of walks down into this, this wreckage scene and... That's where he sees his first walker, which is that little girl, and she's facing away from him. Did you rewatch the pilot?
1: Uh, no, I didn't rewatch it. Okay. I just committed it to memory.
0: How fresh is it in your memory?
1: Uh, I, remember, like, I remember the, the child...
0: He, yeah, he arrives at this scene and he just sees that there's turmoil and right. this girl is facing away from him and he says, "Little girl, it's okay, little girl." And he's walking towards her and she turns around and her face is fucked right. and she's about to charge him and he shoots her in the face and then it kind of kicks in and then there's this whole scene where he's in the car with John hmm The
1: oh.
0: first frame is not him waking oh, up in the hospital. Right.
1: The first, the first
0: frame is actually like later on.
1: It's later on in the show. Yeah. Right. And the the first and then it goes to him in the in the car
0: but the episode is all about him the police officer. trying to get to his house to make sure his family's alive right um it, it's the it's the most gruesome thing i've ever seen in my life to answer your question <laughs> really yes it was wow. very upsetting mm-hmm. it was disgusting actually yeah. <laughs> It was disgusting, and you can't live in this world without seeing the odd image of what a zombie from Walking Dead looks like. Right. So I've seen that before, but it was disgusting, (laughs) and I will never watch it again. Were you
1: almost insulted by how disgusting it was? I mean, did you feel like writing an angry letter? <laughs> <laughs> no, because they did a, they did exactly what they wanted to do. Yeah, they did a beautiful job. Right, and it's the first episode. You you need to show some stuff like that in the first episode of a I zombie guess so.
0: Show. Yeah, I mean, no. I don't know much about the following of the Walking Dead graphic novels by Robert Kirkman before mm-hmm. the show existed. Right, like I mean, I'm sure they they had a, a a huge cult following. Yeah, but now it's this mainstream thing. Totally, it's been on for what seven years. Uh yeah, I think this is
1: the seventh season. now. Is there any was- sign of them wrapping it up? I don't know like that's the weird thing because the comic is still going on Mm. you don't know if they're just gonna wrap it up or keep going until the comics done and I mean they've basically got a license to print money at this point so
0: which is so unusual I mean AMC was a company that nobody ever even heard of before Breaking Bad and The Walking Dead and they just kind of struck gold with both yep yeah, man. I mean, tell me what is it that and you I, like about this show? What 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 draws you to it? Cause, you know, because you don't you don't just want to see gross stuff. Cause no, it's cool. no,
1: it really is like it's more of a, a drama about the interworkings of people um, with kind of zombies <laughs> mixed in. Yeah, but it's all about you know like these packs of people moving into different packs and their relationships and how they work out and family strife and all, dealing with all of this in like a bit of a dystopian post-apocalyptic.
0: Uh, post apocalyptic
1: post post apocalyptic yeah exactly post pop why can't i say it post apocalyptic right. um mm-hmm. uh uh world
0: yeah so what are they working towards in this adventure? Are are they are they all as a group like walking across the country? Like where are they trying to get yeah,
1: at, at, to a certain point? Like in the first season they are kind of trying to find like Xanadu, they're trying to find like the zombie-free place. There's or, a haven, yeah. But it just ends up being like okay, now we're just trying to survive. We're trying to find the safest place where it can where our needs will be met.
0: I wonder if I was able to stomach this show if that would be enough for me because usually like, a, let's take a show like How I Met Your Mother. Mm-hmm. Like, it's right in the title. It's very explicitly stated what we're working towards. Right. Um, what would be an example of another show that's like that? Maybe maybe Lost, about the rescue.
1: Right. Um, sure, like you're wondering when they're going to get off the island. Like, But, a-
0: but right, if, if the show is just about survival until they die of old age, right. what's where's the richness in The Walking well, Dead?
1: I guess they are there kind of still is the hope that they're going to live in a world without zombies like they don't know they haven't had communications like y- there is kind of that quest for more knowledge about what happened and where is is there anywhere that's free of zombies there and, hasn't
0: been any discussion about the eradication of the zombies no no, There's no it, war pending or anything well,
1: in fear the walking dead the prequel you kind of learn that like there was just nothing more that could be done. It shows what actually happens in that time between, like, where Rick Grimes wakes up. It shows the, like, first of the... Is he in it? Of the Walkers. No, no, no.
0: Because um, what is that show about? It seems like it would be boring.
1: Well, it's it's basically in... No, it's not boring because it, it very quickly works into, to like... I, I often, want, like, try to compare the timelines... Yeah. But it's kind of hard to now cuz they're just also trying to find a zombie-free area.
0: Oh, it's but, also post-apocalyptic now? Yeah.
1: Yeah, now it is. That's dumb. But it worked through. I I kind of agree, but like it just basically was a spin-off series that started covering Yeah, but what's the point? Uh, time. Like, well, it was
0: only supposed to be one season. Oh. Well,
1: I think it was only supposed to be one season, and then they just like it got renewed, and ah. and now it's like a ratings monster. That
0: seems like a show that doesn't need to exist. If you want to have more, a little bit, make another storyline, a
1: little bit, and like you you just get to like see a little bit more of like the the shiny newness of like some of the people when they when it first started. It's almost like a nostalgia trip, sure, a bit for. Walking Dead fans of like, oh right, like they haven't learned yet that they need to like stab them in the head first, and that they is can that the out.
0: rule they're weak in their heads. Yeah, yeah, yep.
1: Yeah. Like you know, like most zombie movies, you need to kill the brain.
0: What is the aversion to the term zombie? Does that does that kind of disqualify it and make it seem kind of corny? Because they they very explicitly don't ever say the word zombie. They, in the Walking they Dead. live
1: in a world where where zombie culture never existed.
0: So that's just not a word in their It's just not, not a
1: word. Uh, although apparently it was used in, in the comics a little bit, but Robert Kirkman said, like, I wish I never used it. I just, like, yeah. couldn't think of another word. <laughs> I was right. just kind of lazy sometimes.
0: They're called walkers. They're walkers. Yeah, the word zombies used occasionally in the comic books, and I guess in the video game, is that a thing? I don't know. I think there's a game. I saw the word game, and I just assumed it was a video game. Yeah, possibly. Maybe it's a, a board game or something. They
1: actually wanted to, to make it a
0: spinoff of, they wanted to make The
1: Walking Dead a spinoff of, like, Night of the living living dead yeah and like but the their comic book people basically said just make it something like name it something different yeah and you can own it yeah and
0: they ended up doing that. did you have you ever seen shawn of the dead i love shawn of the dead yeah that's good yeah I, you know, it was like even too gruesome for me it was pretty gruesome it in could some be parts. pretty gruesome yeah. but it was just so funny It right. was just so good
1: mom did you notice anything strange about those people at all <laughs> well they were a
0: bit bitey <laughs> that was one of my favorite lines is it. he gonna make more movies like that are kind of odd and
1: comedic peg? Uh, yeah let's so he did like paul hot fuzz um sean and the dead right we
0: talked about this before when he when he wrote the star trek movie yeah because you brought up paul he and wrote i have the third I haven't, star trek movie
1: which i still haven't seen yet but once me neither yeah um, but, uh,
0: but yeah, I, I hope he makes more things. I, I love Simon Pegg. Uh, is, <clears throat> excuse me, I have something in my throat. Is the walking dead. I think it is. It's a Western in its nature, right? I mean, it, it's, it's set in this lawless world mm-hmm. where the only goal, like you said, is to survive right. and to navigate the treachery of it. Yep. Um, not necessarily working towards any goal. Um, but honor prevails
1: yeah yeah and rick grimes is kind of like you know the main honorable cowboy where he's like you know we don't kill for no reason <laughs> that kind of stuff um and he does become like you know he it's funny because every season he kind of like goes back and forth I mean, mm-hmm. like i'm never
0: gonna kill again or like i'm
1: only gonna kill There's <laughs>
0: what's his confliction is he killing people or walkers He's usually just killing walkers. But, but he some, some, he's some, upset about killing the
1: walkers? No, no, no. Some it's it's usually like people. I guess it's like bands of people that are that that's that's I guess a big narrative of like who is the evil person and who's the who's the evil group. Right. And who's the
0: good guys. Because in post-apocalypses, mm-hmm. it becomes dictatorial and he who is strongest right. and has the most uh overpowering uh, not charisma, right. but Neganism, if you will, um, becomes the leader.
1: I don't know if you heard about the pilot, or not the pilot, the first episode of this newest season.
0: Okay, I, <clears throat> I was getting to that. Okay, we're sorry. On my clock, we're at 51 minutes. It might not be quite at 51 minutes on your iPhone, but um, if you haven't seen the new episode of The Walking Dead, now's a good time to stop listening to the podcast. Right. Uh, come back in a couple of days, because there has been some stuff that you very conceivably have not caught up on yet and that's very understandable mm-hmm. um but i do want to talk about it because i'm aware of some of what happened the other day on the walking dead and i'm also curious about this negan character yeah and i know you are as well mm-hmm. now um, so go away right now <laughs> now okay now everything in here is fair game right Glenn died. Is that correct? Glenn died. Was he in the first episode? No, he wasn't. Right. Okay. I knew Glenn was going to die a year I know. ago.
1: It was in, and it was in the comic books. Although they've strayed from some things in the comic books, some things in the comic books just didn't happen.
0: Well, it's my understanding that. A lot of the deaths in the comic books mirror those, uh, the deaths in the TV show, but yes. they're not necessarily of the same character. Right. So I happen to know that Glenn died in The Walking Dead because more than a year ago, my friend Duncan told me he quit reading The Walking Dead because they killed Glenn. Right. And he says, narratively, it was not a good thing to do. Right. Like he's not opposed to sad shit happening in your show. He just thinks that it was done f- uh, um, recklessly, I think, if I right. understand him correctly. Yeah. It's, do you uh, gather that from the show death?
1: I don't know. Like, I don't know where they're trying to go with it. I think Mm -hmm. it's going to be an interesting season. I think everything that I've heard about this episode was just like, oh my God, like everyone had to look away. Like it was fucking super rough. The Glenn death. And the Glenn death. And the thing was, you knew someone died because they showed it at the, it showed it from the person's perspective of them getting beat to death at the end of the last season. Uh-huh. and everyone's, like,
0: screaming and crying. And, like, was there anyone you knew it couldn't be? Like, did you know it definitely wasn't Rick? No. You didn't you, know. You
1: didn't, but, I mean, like, everyone knew it wasn't Rick. Like, they wouldn't be able to kill Rick off the But, show, for I example. Yeah, but, no, you didn't You didn't necessarily know by how he's walking around. It was, like, an eeny, meeny, miny, mo shot. Like, he was just, like, having the time of his life. Everyone, his biker gang, Negan, and his biker gang had, like, everyone in a semicircle. Why did he the kill
0: Glenn? Um... Just to assert himself? Yeah.
1: Killed Glenn. Well, here's the thing. That's what Duncan didn't like. Here was the thing was uh, he killed Abraham, another person in the group first. Yeah. So everyone knew at the end of last season, one person died. Yeah. You didn't know that it was going to be two people. Right. So it was really troubling when he just made a random turn and was like, and this guy too. And like smoked him in the head with this barbed wire bat named Lucille. Lucille. And exposed some brains. Careful. While he, while he like gargled his words, yeah, uh, like why is this entertainment for you? His eye basically hanging out of what? It's not okay. Okay, it's not It's not enter. Well, I mean, I guess it is kind of entertainment for me. Yes, it is. But, (laughs) but you're more into the story, and when they they and invest so much into a character. And they have the most villainous character that has ever been on the show kill so gleefully. Yeah. It is just, it's a level of like, it just gets your attention back. If it Mm -hmm. bleeds, it leads, man. Like you're just like-
0: No, and there's truth to that for sure. Totally into it now. So it was my, in the comic book, it's my understanding that he's killed by Lucille also. Mm. Yeah. In a similar fashion. That one stuck. And I guess last season- there was some foreshadowing to the Glenn death because of all of the presence of baseball bats. So did you notice this? No, no not just Lucille. There are other baseball bats in the no, previous season. I didn't
1: notice it at all.
0: I, I guess they turned up and that like fans, of the comic books were going, Oh fuck, this is coming. Oh wow. Yeah.
1: Interesting. No, I'm, Oof. I'm Negan is, is like the craziest, you know, he reminds me of Moriarty. Okay. Yeah. Like, That's cool. He's got that sort of twisted, like perverse. Um, or the Joker. He just does it
0: because he just enjoys the evil of it.
1: A little bit, yeah. Like, like he seems like he's got a bit more of a, of a purpose for it. Like, sure. he, he wants to have safety and possessions. Mm-hmm. But you haven't really learned about that yet. So far, he just seems really sick. Yeah. Because it's... the post-apocalyptic world kind of necessitates that needing of,
0: you know, goods and services. <laughs> I remember when he died on Grey's Anatomy. I know, Denny. It was Denny Duquette. It was very emotional. I was going to say Denny Dufresne, but that's Shawshank. That's Shawshank Redemption. He doesn't die.
1: Do you know there are some uh, tie-ins to the Shawshank Redemption? On Walking Dead? Well, Frank Darabont, um, actually, did he direct Shawshank Redemption and the Green Mile? I don't know. Maybe he had he he was super involved in the Shawshank Redemption and the Green Mile. Are we only... sh- are
0: we sure Rob Reiner didn't direct both of those movies? Maybe no, that, maybe that's crazy. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure <laughs> Rob, Rob Reiner, Reiner directed did.
0: Stand By Me. Right, that's what I'm thinking.
1: And but anyways, Frank Darabont was was involved and then was involved in the first season of The Walking Dead, but was let go in the second season due to like budget disputes. Okay, which I don't think would ever happen anymore. But now it's basically, uh, Kirkman and Greg Nicotero, and Scott Gimbel. Those are like the big three.
0: What is Preacher? Does that have any connection to this show? No. It doesn't? It's just another thing. It's just another AMC is it a, comic movie. Is it written by Robert Kirkman? That could be true. It, I don't think it is. No. Because <laughs> he wrote something. He wrote His other series is, uh, is a superhero series. Yeah. What's it called? Invincible? The Invincibles. The Invincibles? I think. Yeah. Maybe it's called Invincible. I don't know, but it's my understanding that the the main character in that is like the son of the say Superman, okay. of the the George Clooney of of superheroes. He lives in a world where like a lot of people have superpowers, right? And I guess okay. it's quite violent, but it's a superhero comic and it's in its nature. I wonder if That's, they'll ever
1: make that new movie.
0: I mean, I, I don't see why they they're not on it already, unless the comic book series is really not well received. Right. But it's Robert Kirkman who's. Mm-hmm proven bankable and it's superheroes which is proven bankable plus you're offering people who like violence and gore a crossover in that Mm -hmm. that takes itself seriously yeah so it seems like there would be an audience for that so
1: it's like deadpool but a little bit more serious well deadpool is not
0: serious at all no right so maybe yeah
1: you know did you hear about this petition by the way just to talk deadpool for 30 seconds sure there's some drama there right now to get quentin tarantino to direct the next deadpool movie no. So there's apparently that petition going on. So I
0: fucking hate what petitions have become. Yeah. Petitions are important social tools <laughs> that are supposed to be ass- utilized to evoke the betterment of <sighs> mankind. And they're being used to get actors that people want in movies, or to to rid actors that people don't want in movies. I don't want right. Ben Affleck to play Batman. Right? Yeah, that's true. F- fuck off. Let's it's not up to you. This <laughs> is not. First of all, this is not a democracy. This right. is this is corporate uh, a corporate jungle. Mm-hmm. The the movies. The other side is that like doesn't matter how many signatures you get. If Quentin Tarantino doesn't want to make Deadpool, <laughs> right? is he going to be shackled and forced to make Deadpool because yeah. of your silly list? Right. He's like, I've got like
1: four projects on the go
0: right now. If he was out there going, by the way, if there's ever a vacancy, I am totally available to make a Deadpool movie, then I would understand right. there being a rally. Yeah. But he has never said that. And
1: I'm pretty sure that like, Quentin Tarantino can direct whatever movie he wants at this point. That's so true. <laughs> <laughs> that's, like, if he wants to do it, he would just step up and say. Hey, yeah, he could he like he movie. could
0: get like big people fired. Yeah, probably yeah, from big so jobs. Too. I think so too. That's that's so obnoxious, <laughs> really. Because last week there was a thing where the guy who directed the last one, it was a, it was kind of released that it turns out he and Ryan Reynolds are not the best of friends. Right, and so he's not going to work on the next movie. Mm-hmm. But I guess the script has been written, and the next movie is very different from the first movie.
1: Really, which is probably wise. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't like. It was kind of, kind of well done and different that first movie, but you couldn't really do. You the know what? Movie it's on. The same it's
0: on Netflix. Yeah. The Deadpool, and I put it on thinking I can watch this again, and I got bored halfway through. Did you? It's which is like kind of sacrilegious to say because people fucking loved Deadpool, mm-hmm. and I really liked it the first time. Yeah, and I didn't hate it the second time, but I was just kind of like, all right, I get it. Right. I know. I, I've been here already. Yeah.
1: So, I'm not. I'm not huge into watching a thing twice anymore. Anyway. You so feel like you've you've stuff. lost that? Yeah, a little bit.
0: Really? Yeah. Interesting. I mean, I... unless
1: it's something that I like haven't seen in forever and I really like forget it. I sometimes for nostalgia reasons. I saw The Matrix Reloaded the other day and I was like, oh man,
0: was it good? This on for a little bit. Well, it's just on TV and I just followed along with it for a bit. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I I'm still a rewatcher, but there's I guess I guess the number of things that I see newly for the first time that I that become rewatchers that like re-enter the cycle i guess that's kind of dropping a little bit yeah yeah but like i said back to the future stays in the rotation
1: right (laughs) back to the future is your your go-to yeah would you how many times would you say you watch that in a year um in a year
0: probably four times a year okay yeah once a season yeah probably yeah i'm I'm thinking that's probably that's just an estimation it varies I don't. I don't. I don't know what, what. What's the significance of the the term "days gone by" in the pilot? That's the name of the pilot. Why is it called that?
1: I'm really not sure.
0: I mean, it's interesting to me that the the pilot distinctly has a title at all. Yeah. Unless "days gone by" is specifically a reference to the comic books, which it might right. be.
1: Which that that was kind of my guess. Unless it's. Days gone by.
0: I mean, he wakes up and clearly days have gone right.
1: by. Right. I I think that's the only. What was he asleep? What? what why
0: did? How did he sleep through it? Why was
1: he in the hospital? Oh, you didn't. Okay, so so in the beginning, when he's in the police car, mm-hmm. they pull up to this like maniac who's just on the side of the street, like right. shooting. Right. Okay. Um. So he ends up like getting shot. I think. Gotcha. And they bring him to the hospital and he's recovering, but he's just recover like he's in a coma i guess and just wakes up out of this coma
0: okay Uh, yeah so i don't know i don't i I don't i don't know i don't know what's wrong with you people that you seem to enjoy this show you
1: wouldn't recommend it
0: but really it's i just not qualified to have an opinion about it at all because i don't understand what's enjoyable about it yeah it's, it's like it's vile it's
1: um and I don't know. I would I'm say. I'm like the
0: grandmother who's like, oh, why are you watching that horrible show?
1: Right. I, but I would say Jen's the same way. She's yeah. not uh, like a person into violence, but she is really into The Walking Dead. It's her like favorite show ever.
0: Wow. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Nope. It's not, not for you. It's it's not for me. I had some other questions here. I think we kind of covered most of it, I guess. What other um, questions? Uh. Well, oh, we should talk about this radio transmission at the end of the first episode. That's how the the right. the episode ends. He has this this like uh, ham radio or whatever. Yeah. And the line that comes through is, uh, "Hey you, you in the tank, dumbass? Cozy in there? Right? What does this mean? Who is this? What's that's going Glenn. On? Okay. Yeah.
1: And that's how you meet him. He's kind of just like in Atlanta, like mm-hmm. in the city, trying to figure out how to live, and he ends up saving Rick's life. So it so Glenn's a very like near and dear character to the walking dead. Like
0: is the show really going to be lacking without him? I think people are.
1: Yeah. I think there's a bit of a spot that you have, but he, he became so serious. He was kind of like a little bit funny and quick in the first episodes. And I, I is, found, is it,
0: Oh, is it like when Charlie died?
1: Uh, yeah, he would be the Charlie of the the cast for sure. Yeah. But he's, yeah, he, he, There's just such a serious overtone to The Walking Dead. Yeah. And they're constantly battling with these moral dilemmas. So it's hard for it to stay light at all. So even the characters that were at one point, like, kind of funny, like Glenn, ends up, like, you know, the, hey, you dumbass. Like, that goes away by, like, the third season. And he's just, like, a really, like, deep kind of character now. Okay. Yeah.
0: I... Becky and I have a Halloween costume prepared because we got invited to this party. Speaking of that, I was Rick Grimes last year. Did you know that? I think I knew that, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And Jen was Carol.
0: Oh, that's really funny. Carol. Um... We have we have an idea for a costume, although we intend to stay at this party for like an hour, tops, and then come back here and sure. eat garlic fingers or something. Nice. Um, but Sweetie. we she enjoys throwing a costume together. That's what she cares about. Mm-hmm. So last year we went as Marty and Doc because it was right. just after Future Day. Yeah. And those costumes were awesome. Right. Um, I don't think that she cares so much about anything else about Halloween other than like the actual process of crafting together a costume.
1: Did you kiss her at all that night
0: when you were Marty and Doc? Was there like a weird... Probably. <laughs> There was that we probably brought some fan fiction to life. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, probably. Um, So it just, it's occurred to me in the last couple of days that if we add like some mild zombie makeup to what we were already going to be, the costume that we were going as would be that much richer. Mm -hmm. Cause I'm going to go as Steve jobs (laughs) and she's going to be an iPhone with wired headphones like, not wireless headphones. Oh, so, she's nice. going to have, like, white gloves on with, like, a, a bunched up, like, jumbled cord. Right. So, both of those things are dead now. So, it would be funny to me if we have, like, some, like, dead faces. But she's going to be an... You said an iPhone? Yeah, like an iPhone. But the new iPhone doesn't have a headphone jack, right? Oh, gotcha. Therein lies the joke. Right.
1: But you can apparently plug, like... like it,
0: the headphone jack is now the... You're complicated. Okay, miss. sorry. I just didn't know if you knew. <laughs> yeah, no, you can plug in headphones into an adapter through the lightning jack. Right. Yes, that is I find that weird, too. I don't know why they... I, to make it waterproof, I guess. I, don't, oh. I, wasn't, I wasn't desperate for my iPhone to be waterproof. No. Anytime somebody drops their iPhone in the toilet, it is absolutely their fault. Yeah, Yeah. you're All, right. Oh, 100% so of like, the time. this should have
1: been waterproof. Yeah, no. And you're never like, I want to take my phone surfing. And also
0: the poor rice industry. Yeah. Like how that's are they gonna
1: true. rice sales are going down. <laughs> do you have a Halloween plan? Uh yeah, you know what? I think we have a bunch of those gorilla suits at the station. Oh shit. So I think I'm gonna be harambe.
0: Oh my god, that's perfect.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's so it's good. Like gonna be or, as a tribute to, to the man himself.
0: So just wear the gorilla suit and be harambe, or are you going to do something else to I
1: think I'm oh maybe I'll have like a
0: little like baby doll that I'll like carry around. That's it.
1: Or and I'll maybe put a post it note on my back that just says harambe
0: yeah a t-shirt that says a Harambe t-shirt check it
1: like a t-shirt would be fine like just like a t that i could write harambe on the back
0: cincinnati zoo if you could get a cincinnati (laughs) zoo t-shirt that'd be perfect (laughs) that would be good (laughs) rest in peace harambe uh no disrespect to to harambe p he's become like a real martyr
1: yeah (laughs) i know (laughs) People love him and they like no one really knows what might have
0: happened. Like he could have picked that kid up and fucking. Just no, him. I'm I'm gonna go on record as saying they did the right thing. They yeah. really, really did. All right. Just really quick, Slaney and I were in a meeting several weeks ago with a couple other people who work at the station, and for whatever reason, Harambe was being brought up. Mm-hmm. And two other people kept calling him Harambi. Her- and- yeah. Harambi. <laughs> like Bambi. They they said it like the first time they said it, I was like, Hmm, maybe that's just like an inside joke, and then it got <laughs> said about eight times before you were brave enough to go. That's driving me crazy. <laughs>
1: yeah, you <laughs> <laughs> just said, "All right, guys, you're driving me crazy. You yeah. know it's Harambe. We right? have
0: to teach you something. <laughs> we're gonna change your life right now. Oh, it's God. Harambe." Ah. <sighs> Yeah, do you, I do? You, are you a Halloween person? Because I don't care about Halloween at all, but Becky likes Halloween.
1: I'm not. Jen really likes Halloween too. She always tries to come up with some pretty good costumes. But it's on a Monday this year. That kind of sucks. Yeah, but everyone's just going to celebrate on the Saturday like they right. would anyway. Right. Um, I, uh, I I I appreciate it. I mm-hmm. I like you know going out for it. What are some of your be,
0: greatest hits?
1: Last year was Rick Grimes. Uh, one year I was a, a gnome. <laughs> that was pretty good.
0: What, what what would make your gnome?
1: Well, I, I was basically like think of like the Travelocity gnome, like just white <laughs> white beard, little little red pointy hat, okay, and like like kind of like some pudge. Like I think I stuffed a couple shirts under my like sure. denim shirt or sure. whatever. Um, One year in grade three, I was actually a DJ and I made these like cardboard turntables. That's so
0: creative. That
1: I, yeah, that I like carried around my waist and I kind of like mixed it. I was wearing like a tracksuit. That's pretty good. That was one that I I remember being really proud of.
0: I I was definitely both Batman and Robin. Uh uh-huh. um, I was I was a turtle
1: for like four years, like a ninja turtle.
0: you were one of those kids who who didn't seem to grow tired of the same no, costume. I, just I had love a friend. It. I had a friend who went as a Lego brick so many <laughs> years in a row. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. Uh, more recently, I was Springsteen one year. Oh, nice. Born in the USA specifically. Okay. I was Jughead one year because that was like really easy to throw together, sure. and I was really skinny. Right. And. Um, I have this thing, this just popped into my head recently, and I don't think I've thought about it in over a decade. But like when I was a really little kid, I wanted to be like a traditional ghost. Like I I saw it's the Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown, and I was like, how come nobody's a ghost anymore for Halloween? Let's be a ghost.
1: (laughs) And you just put the sheet on.
0: Well, no, there was some craftsmanship to it. My mom helped me make a costume, but it didn't occur to me, obviously, as a child, and maybe not her then as a 30 something year old. (laughs) it's only come to me later, how much of a Klansman I I look like. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I I really look like a Klansman. (laughs) And so maybe I suppressed that. Oh, God. Uh, Yeah, you grew
1: up in a diverse area, too.
0: Maybe that's why we moved. Maybe that's why you got punched in the face (laughs) as a kid. (laughs) Uh, No, that was at the public pool Uh, in the summer.
1: uh, uh, (laughs) There's no reason. You didn't have a white towel, did you? (laughs) <laughs> Maybe
0: I did. Right. <laughs> it's that kid from Halloween, oh, hey, and he's doing it again. Oh, he's taunting me. Oh, uh, yeah, he was British. You're right. <laughs> he's taunting me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the clansmen hate us. Uh, that's all we got. Are we good? I think so. All
0: right well uh,
1: wait was there any podcast that you listened to recently that you were really into i i, uh,
0: I don't think there was a whole lot i've listened to a, a it. little bit of uh stuff you should know lately okay i found that to be pretty interesting yeah they have well, a good rapport a lot of people like it i listened to what was yeah, the episode you listened to i listened on? to the one about the history of cola okay which i found kind of kind of cool yeah that's neat like um was it Schweppes? one of the big ginger ale people yeah is like way older than coca-cola Really? Yeah. And like you think of Coca Cola as like the origin of the pop people. Right. Um, no, Schweppes is like, that's the grandfather. Oh, okay. Um, and I listened to the one about Alexander Hamilton because I'm obviously perpetually interested in that. Sure. Um, there haven't been a ton of great guests on stuff lately. Norman Lear was on You Made It Weird today.
1: Okay, who's normally? again? He's
0: the creator of like All in the Family. Oh, wow. And some stuff. Yeah, yeah. He was more interesting than you might expect. I listened I to bet. the full two hours in one day. Wow. He's a very enlightened, kind of lovely guy. He kind of reminded me a little bit of Gary Shandling, but older. Right. Okay, yeah. interesting. Um, what about SNL? Oh, yeah. So David S. Pumpkins. <laughs> that's the big one. That's that's stood out to people. Yeah,
1: I, I love that. And, and the Trump one was good, too. The Black Jeopardy.
0: Black Jeopardy was spectacular. Right. Um, yeah. I thought actually, sketch for sketch, it was maybe the tightest show they've had in a while. Yeah,
1: yeah. I and and David S. Pumpkins was like the and and really the reason that David S. Pumpkins was so good was because of Bobby Moynihan and Mike. The new guy, Mikey. Yeah, Mikey something as the. Uh, the, As skeletons. the skeletons the dancing skeletons that's true they wow. were so funny and the, the music they chose was really good too
0: i was thinking there's no reason they can't do david s pumpkins next time hanks hosts like it doesn't have to be halloween like, right if, if it's the christmas show it can be david snowman's or something right. like and they can find a way to bring and they will because that character's gotten a reception yeah uh honestly one of my favorite sketches was the digital short the going out for halloween yeah we're gonna keep it cool tonight yeah I thought a couple that people was great.
1: At work, like that too. The the part that I liked in that was the uh, uh, b- when Bobby Moynihan was just decorating the pizza shop and putting up <laughs> the little ghost, like
0: spooky. Yeah. And then the
1: girls end up going in there, like puking, shouting "pervert" at it.
0: Yeah. No, I, I liked when she said, "Guys, I think I'm not going to drink tonight," and then she pukes on the yeah. pizza.
1: <laughs> on the
0: pizza. <laughs> yeah. oh. It was good. It was it was it was a good one. Yeah, it was, it was a really, good episode. You can count on Tom Hanks. Good
1: update girl you never want to bump into at the party i've missed that
0: character i know yeah
1: i love when i love when she's on
0: there's somebody you and i both know who that character always reminds me of really and and it it just enriches it like it it brings out my hatred for that person yeah but it uh whenever i watch it it's just like oh i know this person and i now i get to hate you yeah instead of (laughs) having to make nice
1: i think i know who you're
0: talking about but i'm gonna ask after the show someone from our past someone from the past (laughs) someone from the past um okay well that's that's the old podcast sorry we missed last week i was just not feeling for it
1: yeah we were we both had stuff going on i
0: had stuff and i was feeling kind of sick Mm -hmm. you good good all right don't trust Will smith um don't trust clowns Mm -hmm. because it's halloween yeah i read a story today about this kid in germany (laughs) Who put on a clown Best mask. case
1: scenario, you're molested!
0: <laughs> Speaking of Saturday Night Live, he liked her butthole! <laughs> yeah. um, this kid in Germany, 16 years old, puts on a mask, a clown mask, like in keeping with the, the clown craze of late. Right. And he charges his 14-year-old buddy with a hammer. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> his 14-year-old buddy is quite the Boy Scout with his pocket knife. Whoa! And he stabbed oh, him. no. And he's okay. He's gonna be fine, but... Yeah. But like that's the lesson. like do not be the person who yeah. thinks it's okay. People who are to not gonna have a run sense at of someone humor. With a hammer. Yeah. yeah oh, it's like the, the clown thing has kind of reached a pinnacle right now, but there has been a trend for a while on the internet of like security camera footage of a guy dressed as a clown chasing a guy in a, in a dark uh, car park at night really? uh, with a chainsaw. And it's just like, that's, you're doing this in Texas, really? Yeah. Like, this is a great way to get killed. Right. And the person will have a good Everyone's excuse. Everyone's a gun. Yeah. yeah.
1: Wow. Yeah. Don't be a clown. Don't be a clown. <laughs> that's another tagline that we'll throw on. Here.
0: Halloween 2016, don't be a clown. Never go outside. Boom.